Hello and welcome to the show. This is Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 28, being recorded on Saturday the 8th of February 2014. Um, so I'm recording a bit early because I'll be busy tomorrow, um, but by the time I finish editing and getting it ready and uploading it, it'll probably be Sunday anyway. Um, so, it seems like this is a Sunday show after all. Sort of. Um, but one of these days we'll make it a proper Sunday show. Um, more than just last week. So, in the news, uh, there's flooding in many parts of the UK, but thankfully not here. Um, other news, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman sadly died last Sunday. Uh, shortly after the last podcast went out, in fact. Uh, though a versatile actor, his last role was a genre one, in the Hunger Games franchise, of course, um, a role that he was set to reprise in 2015, uh, where, where he played um, games maker Plutarch Hebensby. Um other news, uh, I think I mentioned in a previous podcast that, um, about the Earl de Marist saga. That's a series of science fiction books by E.C. Tubb, um, a deceased science fiction author. Quite, quite a large collection of books, in fact, um, about a man travelling around the universe trying to, trying to get back to old Earth where he believes he, he was born. There was, uh, while I was looking over the, through the internet um, a few months ago, I came across um, a particular website of another fan, um, and he's, he's written uh, a song called The Traveller, um, which is all about the Earl de Maris saga. And he's done it uh, quite cleverly in, in the style of epic slash death metal. Um, this guy's name is Jeff Buser. Jeff J E double F Buser B U S E R. That's how I think you pronounce it. Um, now, I wanted to feature this on the show, um, but because of all the uh, copyright malarkey, um, I don't think I can. Uh, one of the problems is this, uh, the, the owner of the website seems uncontactable. I can't get in touch with him. I've emailed him and tweeted, but to no avail. Uh, and I noticed on his Twitter account there has been no tweet since 2012. So if you're out there, get in touch, Jeff. Uh, you can listen, it, listen to it yourself. And I've put a link in the show notes, uh, so do down, download the show notes after the show. Um, it's a long string of alphanumeric um, characters, so it's not worth repeating them here, because you'll probably forget. Okay, and on to movies next. Um, Warcraft. 2016. So this is a 
really great example of a movie that's been caught in development hell. It's been in the works for quite a while. Uh, it was actually announced in May 2009, May the 9th, two, sorry, May the 9th, 2006. Uh, it was originally supposed to be based on Warcraft Orcs vs. Humans, uh, which was the first MS-DOS game, I believe, and I still have that somewhere in my collection. Um, in fact, that was the only... Uh, the MS-DOS game was the only Warcraft game that I really liked. Uh, I never really got into World of Warcraft. And, um, yeah, like... Uh, the film is suppose, was supposedly to be based on that rather than W.O.W. Um, and at one time was even to be directed by U.A. Boll. Um, I don't think I pronounced that correctly. It's U.W.E. Boll, B-O-L-L, um, a German director of um, with an interesting output, shall we say. Um, just Google him. Uh, then it was uh, Sam Raimi, who, who dropped out. Um, and now it's supposed to be Duncan Jones, the guy who did uh, Moon and Source Code. Uh, now, that, that's a director, but the script has also changed several times, I, I think. Um, and the idea was they kept changing it because they didn't want it to resemble too closely other franchises like The Lord of the Rings. So it, it's been through the hands of Robert Rodat, who did uh, the script for Saving Private Ryan, and now it's in the hands of Charles Levitt, who wrote Blood Diamond and Capex, uh, which sounds good. Um, it appears to be filmed, or being filmed, mainly in Brollywood. That's Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yeah! Um, and the cast includes Ben Foster, um, who you probably remember from films like 310 to Yuma, and 30 Days of Nights and Pandorum. And in, in the first two movies that I mentioned, 310 to Yuma and 30 Days of Nights, both the characters he played were... Um, <sighs> Very, very interesting, and um, how can I describe that? It was, they were very unusual, and <laughs> uncharacteristic characters, um, unusual characters, distinctive characters, um, so it'll be interesting to see what role he plays in this film. And um, there's a big cast, but the, the other uh, well-known genre actor is Clancy Brown from Highlander, of course, and Starship Troopers. Um, so yeah, that's something to look forward to. Uh, it'll also be interesting how they try and make Azeroth, which is the world that Warcraft is set on, uh, not look too like Middle-earth. And that's set for release on the 11th of March 2016 in the UK. Right, next, uh, True Detective 2014. So this is a new HBO uh, 
noir southern gothic miniseries, uh, which which I like the idea of. Um, you know, another miniseries, only one season of uh, I think eight episodes that we'll show on Sky Atlantic. Um, so first, what we'll do is we'll play a trailer of the uh, TV show. So here goes. You wonder ever you're a bad man. Actually, I'm going to pause for a minute and just tell you about something. I'm trying something new this week. Um, the Using the webcam to record the show didn't quite work out. Uh, the, the, the mic isn't that great. Um, so I'm back to the iPhone. But what I've found is, if I, the higher I place the iPhone, the better the sound. So now I've got it precariously prop, uh, perched, um, wedged into the top of two arms of uh, a kind of cheap knockoff angle poise um, lamp, the kind that you clamp to a desk uh, that I bought from Ikea. Uh, not a great thing, but um, cheap. And uh, it, it is quite high now. It's not quite as good as one of those uh, articulated mic stand things that DJs have, but it's something. I just hope my iPhone doesn't fall out and break. Um, okay, and <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that digression. Um, back to the uh, back to True Detective. Um, so, yeah, but like I said, it's uh, Southern Gothic, and um, I, I sort of know what Southern Gothic is, but I wasn't, you know, I haven't got any hard and fast definitions. So what I did is I googled it. And lo and behold, there's there's a long description, a quite good description uh, at Oprah.com. Would you believe? Um, so here, and I'm quoting from from Oprah's website. 
Southern Gothic writers leveraged the details of the American South, the lonely plantations, aging southern bells, dusty downtowns, dilapidated slave quarters, Spanish moss, and southern charm to bring life to their slice of history. Steeped in folklore, oral history, suspense, and local colour, Southern Gothic is first popularised by 19th century short story masters Edgar Allan Poe. I think there's something wrong with the use of the plural there, but never mind. Um, and now I've put a hyperlink into the show notes so that you can have a look for yourself. Um, but yeah, this sounds really good. Um, something I'd like to see, uh, providing someone can uh, find a way of getting this to me. Um, one thing that annoyed me is this uh, staggered kind of distribution model that many of the networks used. Um, and stupidly, this has already been out for a few months in the state. Uh, and, and what an outstandingly dumb strategy for combating piracy. Uh, two words, simultaneous broadcast. Uh, right, so... The, the basics of this story, without giving too much away, um, is that Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson play two detectives, Russ Cole and Martin Hart. And they're on this 17-year trail of a Louisiana serial killer. Um, and now that's a dream team right there, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Um, so it sounds good. Uh, but this will show in the UK on Sky Atlantic uh, on Saturday, the 22nd of February at 9pm. So try and catch that if you can. And next. Okay, so that's it for movies and television. Uh, now a little bit on audio. I found a new podcast that I've been listening to. Um, it's the 2600 Hacker Quarterly. Uh, the, the legendary hacker zine. Uh, does have a podcast, in fact. Um, uh, the podcast features Emmanuel Goldstein, um, real name Eric Corley, using the name of a fictional uh, band author who tells it like it is. Um, he's from... Uh, the Emmanuel Goldstein is from George Orwell's 1984. Um, they occasionally have interesting guests on shows called Off the Hook and Off the Wall. Um, d despite the um, background and the, the title of this podcast, it's not particularly controversial in content. Despite what you might think, try, try it out and see for yourself. And yes, you can get it on iTunes. Um, oh yeah, by the way, the um, 2600, uh, if you don't already know, which I didn't know, uh, refers to the frequency in Hertz, uh, that early freakers, that, that's phone hackers, so freakers spelled P-H-R-E-A-K-E-R-S, 
Um, so yeah, the early freakers found that they could use to generate tones and control the phone uh, to make long distance uh, phone calls on public, a particular type of public phone in, in America. Uh, yeah, they could make long distance phone calls for free. Um, and they generated the tones using a, a free plastic toy in Captain Crunch cereal. Um, you get Captain Crunch cereal here now, um, but you didn't when, when, when I when I lived in Canada. Uh, sorry, when when I'd left England and was living in Canada, um, it wasn't avail widely available in England. And knowing about the hacker legend and everything, one of the first things I did in Canada was buy Captain Crunch. Um, and uh, a little bit more trivia about the, the cereal, uh, not hacking, is that um, it gets quite soggy really, really quickly. Uh, so you need to eat it fast. Um, okay, that's it for audio this week. And on to games. Um, so. If you followed my Twitter feed, you'll see that I finally managed to track down and, and bag um, a Dungeons and Dragons uh, red box. Um, the, the full name for this is the Dungeons and Dragons Fantasy Role-Playing Game, an essential D&D starter, uh, and it's for the fourth edition rules. Um, which sounds like a lot of jargon, but the, but the main thing, it is the legendary red box. I got it from Waterstones for sixteen ninety nine, uh, which is about four or five pounds too much, um, but but much cheaper than on, on Amazon. Um, I've seen prices for the second hand box as high as fifty pounds now, uh, and I think that's just because it's just so scarce in the UK. Uh, when I opened the box, I found basically just a cheap heap of paper and card. Um, that's not fair, I mean, some of the press-out bits of card are quite ni nicely rendered. Um, but it's useful, it's easy to follow, the books um, are easy to follow. And uh, the, the tone is also friendly, which is great for a beginner like me to get into. Um, and another thing I wanted to add was, um, and I've I put in my notes, uh, exclamation, ethnicity exclamation mark. Yeah, um, the push-out tokens that represents characters, um, what, uh, well, characters um, in the game, uh, actually do have skin color tones. Uh, you, you have brown, black, white, and yellow uh, beings of different type. So yeah. Um, it's one thing that always bothered me, and if you've listened to my ranting on the podcast and, and my blog, you'll know that the one thing I really hate is having a completely homogeneous um, race in, in all these fantasy worlds, all these fant uh, medieval fantasy type worlds. So it's good to see that um, uh, Wizards of the Coast have kind of addressed that. Of course, I could be wrong, and I could be seeing things, but it, it did look like the characters were uh, different colours. Uh, now I'm going to go and have, have a look at the box later, just to be sure. Uh, you can see some uh, pictures of the 
well, the, the box that I'm talking about and me holding up the dice triumphantly um, on Twitter. I've put some links in, into the show notes as usual. Great, now my mouse has stopped working. I think the batteries are flat. Can you believe that? Everything goes wrong the moment you start doing your podcast. Oh no, that's just perfect. It's the USB connections dead to all the mice that I've got plugged in. Go old school now and use the arrow keys to scroll down. Ridiculous. So yeah, that was um, games covered and we just talked about uh, me getting the basic set for or the starter kit for Dungeons and Dragons. Looking forward to having some time to play with that. Nothing for toys this week, but next, technology. Uh, quite a bit here I wanted to chat about. Uh, as you may have noticed, I'm rushing a bit because I'm a bit ill. If you can hear my voice, it's quite nasal. Uh, I caught the cold about four days ago. Um, and today I had so much to do. I had to prepare for some visitors who are coming tomorrow. And I had to get the house looking, uh, the home looking, not as terrible as it was. Uh, left me a bit tired, but uh, I'm here. I've got my ginger ale, my water. Um, and I will eventually get on with the show once I stop wittering on about how ill I feel. How, how badly I've got the man flu. It really is a thing, man, you know, the man flu. Oh, okay, technology. Now, if you've been, if you've been spying on me or stalking me, and I, I, I check my AW stats, so I know people do visit the blog and I know people surreptitiously keep keep an eye on me on, on the um, on all the social media to a slight extent at least uh, but um, I've, I've gone through an exercise of kind of spring cleaning for social media and I've got to tell you it was a complete and utter pain in the posterior um, and because I'm on just about everything as well, um, it was very difficult to clean up. So what I've done first is, well, the first thing I've done is I've disconnected WordPress from all the social media that I have, like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Pinterest. It's all completely disconnected now. Um, so when I do, a, when I write a blog post or announce a podcast or something, it doesn't automatically uh, get dispersed through all my social media. Um, the reason for that is if I say something unfortunate, which which uh, does happen or or used to happen quite often, I'd find it a, a real quite a procedure to clean up after me. Uh, so, well, anyway, the first thing was to disconnect everything. So now, um, most of my big mouthness uh, just occurs on WordPress and it's easy to get rid of. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the stuff on Facebook was, was a, a, real, a, a real bit of hard work. Um, 
it was so difficult to delete stuff because the way they've got Facebook set up with the timeline and the news feed and the, all the different bits and the messenger and the photos and almost impossible to clean properly. Uh, what, what I did was download a few tools. Uh, there's Timeline Cleaner and Absperge. So Timeline Cleaner, obviously very easy to spell. Absturge, not so. So Absturge, A-B-S-T-E-R-G-E. -E. They're both Grease Monkey scripts. So to get these to work, first thing you need to do is have the latest copy of Firefox. Um, then you need to install Grease Monkey which is an add-on for Firefox which enables you to run scripts then you need to install those two scripts so if you look in the show notes it just if you can't remember what I just said it will go through that so once you've got um, Firefox, Grease Monkey and the two scripts Timeline Cleaner and App Spurge what a, what a name for an app you just need to run it uh, and then you'll find that your browser is going to crash and it will crash repeatedly as the script sucks up more and more memory um, at one stage I was running nearly 2 gig of RAM um, and it will remove quite a lot of stuff but it won't remove everything um, I, I can't give you a percentage figure but it removed well, I, I guess about half of my stuff the rest of the stuff I had to remove manually, that's one at a time, going all the way through every single post, every message, every... And I've kind of done most of it. Most of the most annoying, offensive and irritating stuff is out um, now. Uh, LinkedIn I had to do completely manually. Luckily, I haven't been updating that for too long. I think I've had a clear out once or twice before, so there wasn't too much to remove, but I removed all my updates. Um, WordPress. Uh, right, so there's no plugin to do this because I'm using, uh, my blog is at wordpress.com. Um, I'm not self-hosting the blog. Uh, so I had to do that manually. Uh, and that's an ongoing process. Every time I find something that I'd, I'd rather people didn't read, I'll just mark it private, and if it's particularly annoying, even to me, then I'll just delete it. Uh, Twitter. Now, I was going to wipe the whole of Twitter out, and I thought, you know what, I, I think I've done this before. I, in fact, I'm pretty sure I've started at almost zero before. So I flipped through most of the tweets, couldn't find too much that was bad. Um, so I just left it as it is. So yeah, as I said, this uh, process of cleaning is uh, an ongoing process. Uh, but the idea is to make my blog far more shiny and happy. Um, I was just getting fed up with how miserable a lot of the blog was. Uh, oh, the other thing is... Uh, now, I'm, I'm on all those services that I just mentioned, but I'm also on Pinterest. And I, if you've been checking my Pinterest account, I've been going crazy on that. I don't know why. I just think it's that it's addiction to the mobile phone. I've, um, 
I think I'm going to delete some of the social apps from my iPhone. Uh, I'm not sure that I really need to have access to WordPress, Facebook, um, and, and definitely not Pinterest on the mobile phone because it's just, it's just too much of a temptation to play with it constantly. Uh, the next thing is, uh, I've been doing a lot of... Uh, well, if you've seen my website, RoyMatur.com, that's R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com, you'll notice it's got a very simple design, but that, that, that's deceptively simple. To, to do that, it took a lot of hand... It took completely hand-coding the, the uh, site from scratch. Um, there's nothing that's been automatically generated in that website, which is probably why the design looks so, uh, sh shall we politely say, naive or crude, maybe. Um, but the idea is I, I wanted it to be uh, accessible by as many browsers as possible. So that's, that's, the, uh, that, that's why it's so simple. But like I said, deceptively, deceptively simple. So I wanted to change some things on, on the site to make it easier for people to search through and not just my blog, but the, the website itself, the podcast, uh, just about everything that I've, I've got out there. Um, and most of the work went okay until it came to me adding some hyperlinked images to, to the uh, website. This took an extraordinarily long, uh, a long time because what happened was uh, I would add, add a, uh, an image to a web, a web page, hyperlink the image, uh, upload it, uh, FTP it up to the website and find that nothing would be displayed and I couldn't figure this out. It took me hours till I decided to uh, shut down Firefox fire up Explorer and see if it was the same there, and it wasn't. So now I know it's a Firefox-specific problem. And I did a bit of Googling, not expecting to find anything, but actually I found quite a lot. And the problem was Adblock. Adblock is invaluable. Um, it's just a nightmare using your browser without Adblock because you get so many pop-ups. The trouble is, the ad block that I use, I mean, it's a very basic version, I don't know, if there's, there's a couple of versions, maybe you can fine-tune them to ignore things. Um, but mine wouldn't let me get, get at my own uh, images. So I turned it off and it worked, it worked fine. So if you're having a similar problem, you're doing a bit of web design and you can't get the images to show up. Oh, oh dear, power saver mode on now, so I've got to wait a second while it fires up my notes again. Oh, this is a real gong show, isn't it? Um, okay. Yeah, if you're having trouble uh, seeing that your hyperlinked images show uh, when you've done some web design changes, try turning Adblock off. Oh, that is so annoying. So, that was it for the show. Uh, short and sweet because I need to get to bed now and try and um, feel a bit better for tomorrow. 
well, let's say get to bed. What, what I've got to do is uh, finish the podcast, edit it. Um, oh, yeah, tag it. Uh, oh, change the XML for the RSS feed. Upload everything, which will take about a day and a half with my upload speeds. And then go to bed. But yeah, just before we go, I just wanted to mention um, that we will have some news about Dark Mail soon. Uh, Dark Mail, in case you don't know, is um, it's a project uh, designed to give us finally completely secure email away from prying eyes of everyone. Um, and that, that, that's kind of in the light of Tor Mail being utterly compromised and lava bit gone now. Uh, so look up, out for a dark mail update um, in a later podcast. Uh, but that was the show for Saturday slash Sunday, um, February 2014, episode 28. Uh, thanks for listening to the show and see you next time. Bye. <laughs>